Welcome to the Innovate CT podcast. So welcome everyone, uh, Nick Wagner, Senior, founder of Innovate Connecticut, and this is another episode of the Innovate CT podcast, and I'm super excited to have a guest that I've, uh, I've wanted to have on for quite some time, uh, David Noble. So David, you are the director of the Worth Institute at UConn, University of Connecticut, so uh, thank you for joining the podcast. You're welcome. I'm excited to be here. And uh, why don't we? Why don't I have you introduce yourself first, David? So a little bit about you know who you are. Uh, you know, you're a professor. You're a, you're an entrepreneur. You're an attorney. You're a lot of things. So who 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 is David Noble? And then maybe this, the follow up to that is what is the Worth Institute that you are responsible for leading? So yeah, I mean I think that's that's a great uh, <laughs> a great question. Who is David Noble? Uh, you know. Um, I am, I'm an educator first and foremost. That's, that's what I do. Uh, I, I spent, uh, like 30 years in school, so I feel like I'm pretty good at it now. And, uh, I, you know, I, I really have, uh, you know, done a lot of things and seen a lot of things for my age, I guess, is the way I hear it. Like, you know, you can't actually be that young and have done it. I started my career as an attorney. I quickly decided this wasn't as much fun and off and off I went to Alabama to do my PhD. And then I slowly found my way to a teaching position at UConn and now have moved into a uh, an administrative position while also being uh, the the spirit and backbone of a startup. So, you know, I, I, I like to do different things, but there's never been a point where I've spent eight years with the same people before this. And I, I think it's because uh, I found uh, my home. So um, I'm at UConn. We went out uh, three, four years ago and decided that we we could be outstanding at entrepreneurship education and once we decided that we started looking for donors and found a very generous donor in peter j worth who created the worth institute uh and uh you know the core fundamental is bringing opportunities for education for experiential learning uh really pushing students to expand their entrepreneurial mindset and toolkits yeah, and you know, you, you you mentioned quite a few things in that introduction, and, and I want to make sure I highlight one thing that you are an administrator because you are the director of the Worth Institute, but you also, I believe, still teach as well, correct? Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I try to stay as much in the classroom as you can, right? Your teaching load comes down quite a bit, but uh, and, and, and it's teaching is actually hard as an administrator. Um, and so, you know, there's a rigidity to the time frame of when you teach and whom you teach and where you have to be. And oftentimes, you know, the director of the Worth Institute, that's that's a difficult piece. Like if I need to be in San Francisco talking to alumni about what we're doing in Connecticut, it's hard to be in Connecticut teaching a class. So, you know, um, but I've been ecstatic to, to be able to teach. And, and now I use a lot more co-teachers, uh, hire in subject matter experts and, you know, deliver uh, education in a different way than I did four or five years ago, of course. Yeah, no, I just wanted to make sure I highlighted that because I think it's, I think when we've talked, we've talked in your past, you're passionate about teaching. And I think you still being in the classroom, even as the director of the Worth Institute helps you, 
you know, connect everything, right? Connect the entrepreneurial innovation ecosystem back to the students in a way that you probably can if you weren't in the classroom. So I, I, I like that a lot. I agree with you. I mean, you just, uh, how do you lead something when you're not interacting with those people you lead every single day? Uh, it's a, it's yeah. a pretty simple leadership principle. Um, and you know, the worth Institute is for students. It's not for research. It's not for, uh, startups even it's for students. That's, that's what we're about. And, um, so, so I strongly actually, uh, I have four people, I think in, in my worth Institute did actually teach a class, right? And I think that's, that's awesome. a, a big deal and we encourage it. So let's talk about what is an institute because you're not a school within the University of Connecticut. You're not like the School of Business or the School of Engineering. You're an institute which is, it's different from a school. So can you explain that to my, to my listeners? What does that mean? Like, how is that different? So if, if I ever do this correctly, I'm going to, you know, there's like a prize and like stuff falls down around you. Uh, the institute, so you have institutes and centers at universities. A center is within a particular school and an institute exists at a, at a macro level. Um, we think of ourselves in terms of entrepreneurship for UConn. Right. Not for school of business, not for engineering, not for school of fine arts or education for Yukon broadly. And um, that leads us to a number of places that we couldn't go as a school entity. And that's why and that really that's why we're there. Part of part of Peter, who Peter worth was and, and what he was thinking about when he gave that gift is I was a chemistry student. I wasn't a business student, right? Uh, I was a chemist. I ended up owning a business. And how do we help prepare a student, no matter what they're studying, um, to be uh, ready to take on the world? It, it's an interesting way to, to think about entrepreneurship and innovation, because to, you know, essentially what you're doing is if you have these verticals that are schools, your your institute cuts across, and it and, and almost what you're the way you're kind of highlighting it is that innovation and entrepreneurship can really apply to anything that you do at UConn and any major you you you're a part of in any school that you're in is really what what you're saying. It sounds and, like. and any job that you get afterward, and anywhere you go thereafter, right? And so that's exactly it. Uh, I think we we function as connective tissue across some of those vertical units and um you know you'll hear a lot about people discussing silos and universities and they don't talk to each other and you know it's always like well do you know so and so at the university it's like well we have three thousand employees so i haven't quite made it to to that one yet but um you know reality is silos are necessary for deep knowledge creation and discovery like you got to dive deep into what you're studying to make a breakthrough in microbiology where entrepreneurship comes in is it's able to connect that element to business to art to engineering and end up with a product and that's what we we think of ourselves as is connective tissue yeah no i, I like that I, th I think the fact that you collaborate across all the schools and all the entities at the university of connecticut 
is something that you know I, when I went to Yukon we this didn't exist and I think it, it it's fantastic because I think to your point you're helping the students and you're really in, enabling and empowering the students which I love so um, so we actually it's not just the schools too. think about the honors program right like we'd love to see an honors college and I'd love to raise 20 million, 25 million to do that. Think of learning communities. Think of, uh, you know, excellence in teaching. And, you know, it just goes on and on and on. The university is such a big place. And that that's our core function. How do you navigate this if you're a student sitting in front of me and you want to do something exciting, right? Yeah, no, I think that's well said. So what for, and, and we'll link to uh, your LinkedIn profile so people can get in touch with you. We'll also link to the, uh, the Peter J. Worth Institute and Entrepreneurship for Innovation website on UConn site so people can learn more. But what are some of the exciting things that the Institute and, and you leading it are, are currently doing that you're looking forward to for this upcoming school year? So, uh, you know, there, there, there's, uh, I, I generally break down most of our activity right now into three categories. One, supporting all of our members that are running programs. The, the CCI and Jen Murphy and Hartford, they need help. Uh, they need assistance. Where can we jump in? Where can we collaborate? And we haven't because now it's virtual. So, you know, can we bring a repeated piece of excellence? We are currently building what I think is going to be the, the top uh, uh, mentorship program in, in the country. And we're engaging alumni uh, regularly to have one-on-one -on -one, uh, engagements with, with students to discuss, you know, their development, the introspection, what their careers are like, right? Trying to be intentional in those matches. Yeah, We're bringing in, uh, you know, uh, regular guest speakers for really small sessions, not within a class, just come in talk about private capital come in and talk about technology come in and talk about your entrepreneurial journey and then finally we're really excited about our leadership development program and some of the ways that that is going especially around diversity inclusion and equity yeah and i think uh you you mentioned you mentioned some of the other programs that you work with across yukon what is your role as as that again that connective tissue to you know have tip in farmington work with cc ccei in hartford and etc like how, how do you bring all those groups together so there is a certain amount of convening power um but in reality oftentimes we're the good faith player that isn't going to steal your lunch right and we sort of make it uh, okay to collaborate with someone that maybe you haven't before. You don't know them as well as we do. Um, I think knowing the different partners, knowing the collaboration points, um, we're, we're currently building uh, uh, collaborations across many different innovative spaces on our campuses to be able to create what we're calling skill works, right? So you'll see a, a theme there, networks, skill works. How do we deliver um, educational opportunities, specifically around software oftentimes, mm -hmm. in different fields, design software, CRM? How do we educate our students to be proficient at inbound marketing? If we can build up those skills we're going to have better startups that get to CCI. So CCI uh, is doing a lot of the execution of venture building on the earliest stage. 
Well, they're better at their job if the people show up with skills and knowledge already. And so Absolutely. we bring them into that conversation and say, where are, where are we lacking? Where are our students lacking? How can we make sure we can address this? If we can build the skills for students before they go to CECI, then they're in a better place for when they get there. So understanding what's missing already and trying to help develop that. And it actually starts to connect those spaces and they start to see value in that relationship. And then we can start talking about, hey, let's build a prototype center, right? Let's take this, let's take that, let's take this. We can back, we can box that up and say, hey, when you're a student, here's where you go to build a digital product. Here's where you go to prototype something like a, a blanket or you know, a, a 3D printing or VR or that sort of stuff. And that's when you know you really when you have students that have skills, and you have uh, uh, yeah. programs that help them. It gets exciting. So why? And I want to. I want to. I think you gave some great examples of how you're connecting everyone and some of the things you're doing. Why? Why entrepreneurship and innovation as this as this institute? And and why was that what was decided on by? by Peter J. Worth, as well as UConn together, right? I mean, you mentioned he was a chemist and ended up being, um, having his own business, you know, very successful business, but, you know, often I think you hear entrepreneurship and innovation, you know, even maybe sometimes overused in the education space, right? Like, you know, are we really being entrepreneurial? Are we really being innovative? Why do you think this is so important to UConn? And, and not just UConn, but the entire ecosystem of Connecticut. So UConn's the flagship university in Connecticut, and it's one of the last great public schools. Um, the Michigans, uh, they're running, Virginia, they're running a much more private school operation, right? And so, uh, one, you have this function of entrepreneurship is a way for people to pull themselves up it's not it's 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 an entirely different game changing wealth creating not just income based living uh, it's also an alternative career for those that are not looking for that same experience right uh, yeah, and so yeah. it's it's absolutely critical in my opinion now, when we think about life transformative education, and this is something President Katsalaeus talks about, you know, I think of entrepreneurship as the way to achieve that, uh, regardless of whether you want to start a company. Working on a, a startup, you learn more about business than you can work in, in one function or another, right? And so, because you're doing so much more. Yeah. And uh, it's just that early stage, everything matters you don't know where you're going the ambiguity of it um it's it's exciting but yeah to, to connect back to your point about peter worth um he believed he was when you ask him who he is he's a poor farm boy from kansas and, you know and it's like yeah and and you you've committed 22 and a half million dollars uh which will probably end up looking more like 25 around uh, creating this thing. So you're not really a poor farm boy if you can if you can do a $25 million check, right? And that's exactly the idea. He believes in public education. Fort Hayes State out in Kansas, 
major, major supporter of their entrepreneurship program. Southern Connecticut down in New Haven, major pro, uh, uh, proponent of their their um, oceanographic uh, pursuits there, and, and Yukon. And so, you know, it's just, um, this is the thing that we can be great at also. When, when Peter looked at what we had and he said, you know, you just need something to pull this together and you're going to find yourself ranked. And I remember thinking like, you're, you're, who, like, are you kidding me? And then when we got sort of the email that says, Hey, you got to keep this quiet, but you're ranked. It was like, it was like, all right. And he said, and I, he said to me, well, now you got to get to the top five. And so, so, so David, for, for those listening, what is, what is, what is the importance of being ranked as a school? What does that mean? <clears throat> You know, at the end of the day, um, it's legitimizing and it's marketing. I mean, those are the two big pieces, yeah. right? Like you're doing your, you know, the, we're, we were able to change the narrative within two years about where UConn stands entrepreneurially. You know, in Connecticut, you're always in the shadow of Yale and we're not going to be Yale. I, and I don't care what Yale's doing. Yale's not ranked. I mean, as an undergraduate program in entrepreneurship. And, you know, I, I don't, it, that they do what, what's relevant for them and their students, and that's their job. What's relevant for my students at a public university with, with 25,000 undergrads is totally different. And, and our students are different than theirs, and our alumni are different. They're, it's not better or worse. Well, I think I think you had a, a couple really, I think, extremely important points. The idea of that entrepreneurship can can literally change the life of anyone, right? Whether you've uh, had a, a background coming up where you've had no money, or you've had some money, or you had a lot of money, entrepreneurship can still change your life in, in a very uh, substantial way. So I, I love I love that about it because I think to your point, it gives opportunity. And I think if you look at how if you look at the idea of entrepreneurship and innovation tied back to the state of Connecticut. You know, and I have, I've often talked about this throughout my journey of, of starting Innovate Connecticut. We have a very innovative past. I mean, you know, we, with name the founder of, of the company that, that was created in Connecticut, whether it was Igor Skorsky with the helicopter or if it was Samuel Cole, all the way back with, you know, way, way, way back with manufacturing and, and the whole idea of, um, you know, the assembly line. We, we have had a very innovative past. And I think to continue to build off of that uh, as this true state of innovation, I think it's fantastic. It's 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 critical to to you know and and I think from an educational perspective we have to reinvent what we're doing, uh, and how we're doing it. You know the the general education system was built for the 1950s and constructed that way. And entrepreneurship can be a change agent, not just in business but in academia, in government structures, in in almost anything you attack with this toolkit uh, of skills. And so, um, you know, we, we think uh, higher ed matters. We think going to college matters. We think it's the best way to improve all of the financial and personal outcomes in your life. And, and we have to justify that today. And we didn't have to yeah. 30 years ago, right? And so this is a good way to do it. So if, if people want to get involved, right? So if we have um, either alumni of UConn listening or, or other people, other residents of Connecticut, they're like, hey, how can I help David and, and the students at UConn and, and the, the Peter J. Worth Institute? How, what, what can people do to help? How, how can they get involved? 
So we have, we, we have an essential idea around generosity, right? That's how we were created. You can basically give three things here. Uh, we, we accept money because uh, we need money to run our programs and, and, and function. We're born out of philanthropy and we exist out of philanthropy. You can give time. Uh, you know, our mentorship programs, one-on-one -on -one with students, really sit down. Everybody can teach a student something. They, you know, they're so scared. They're looking at the world. You know, you don't have to come into it with this great thing. Like, come talk to a student. You, if you've achieved something in life, share with them. Share yeah, your I wanna, time. I want to pause you right there real quick because I think a lot of times people are really intimidated. You know, well, you know, they might not even consider themselves truly successful, right, with their careers. But I think you, your point is you don't have to have started a, a multi-million-dollar business to come talk to students. There's a lot of other ways to be successful other than just owning your own business, right? And 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 just sharing your life experiences are going to help them. Absolutely. Like think back to when you were 18 years old. You didn't know anything, right? Yeah. And you sit down with a kid, and I take the and I take graduates one or two years out even, and I say and they sit there and they say, well. What do I do? Like, how do I get an internship? Well, have you emailed anyone? They're that, you know, like, go ahead, pick five people at companies you want to eat and just cold email them. Tell them you're a student, right? Like, we see that kind of homework, that sort of uh, uh, concern. And it's like, it's easy. It's easier than you think. Uh, the thing, the key to that is consistency, right? Like the student, the student drives on consistency and, and we okay. we look at like goals and then you look at support it's something we call tier three in the office and that's when we find and, and this requires conversations with us over time is we find that company that you can really help they're in your industry they're looking at your industry uh there was one with uh insurance right and it was it, like the kid did not know he was starting an insurance company but he had an insurance product right and it was like Everybody with that, you know, any experience uh, beyond sort of the first eight years could say that's an insurance company and you need to talk to someone in the insurance industry because all you're doing is taking risk, figuring out uh, some sort of actuarial way and then allowing people to, to spread out that risk over time. And so, you know, it's just we see that all the time and, and one conversation turns into two in those spaces and then sometimes you never you never know if you look at uh, lactation innovation with Brittany and Jamie. Brittany was a student in nursing. Jamie's a, a healthcare uh, uh, healthcare uh, biotech uh, executive that's working on the company now, right? And building it. Um, we've got other examples of that, and one that I'm very excited about coming up. And uh, I hope we're talking about it right here pretty soon. Oh, that's awesome. So I think I wanted to make sure we highlighted that because I think there's a lot of people that. That want to know what what how can they get involved and how can they how can they help and I think you gave some three three I think very uh, you know distinct ways that people can to, can can help out you and the students even if they can't write a check it's okay you, they can they can uh, help in other ways so uh, so I just want to say thank you I you know I can't stress you know in and you know even pre COVID right I mean the to your point earlier you know what what students are expecting out of their college experience now to your point is we have to justify it, right? I mean, if you're going to go to school and spend a good amount of money, you know, what are you going to, what are you going to get? What's your ROI on going to school, right? And I think the the Peter J. Worth Institute is helping take what I think was already a positive ROI for UConn students and making it even better. To, you know, I think that's the way I look at it. So we want to be a multiplier, but we also want to teach our students what that return is, right? 
and uh, you know, and we always think about you know giving back. That's that's one of the things we talk to our students about. Like, you're not here if not for someone else. This opportunity was created by other people. UConn is not the school it was today if Nick Nick wasn't here years ago, right? And like this sort of this piece, and and you owe that to those future generations. I think it's a it's an Ivy League idea. It started a long time ago that comes very fundamentally you know just like upon entrance to some of these elite prep school private schools and prep schools and and we we want to be able to instill that in our students that they belong to something when you become a when you become a student at UConn and when you come to us you belong to us so you're always with us no matter what yeah. happens and and that's already been tested it's fun well I just want to say thank you for making time uh, I think again Great work, what you're doing. I appreciate everything you're doing for the students in the state of Connecticut, uh, UConn. And again, we'll make sure to link to David, your LinkedIn, so people get in touch with you, as yep. well as um, the Peter J. Worth Institute website on the, on, on the University of Connecticut site, so people can get you know, all the information there. And again, contact you if they want to help volunteer. So I appreciate yeah. your time. Thank you, buddy. Anytime. Thank you, sir. If you would like to get involved with Innovate CT, please visit our website at www.innovatect.org. There, you can find links to our social media. We currently are active on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.